Well, I can't wait to meet our host. I hear this is only one of his beat parties. Stay positive, the love will come back to me. Stay positive, the love will come back to me. Stay positive, the love will come back to me. Stay positive, the love will come back to me. Hello, friends and neighbors. Once again, the house is empty, besides the dogs and me. Um, had to turn the fan off. It was making a little hum. Had to turn the little heater by the door off because it was making a little hum. Had to turn the air purifier off. It was making a big hum. Not a big hum, but a whoosh. And I turned the TV down on the bowl game because it's definitely out of reach for one team to beat the other. Uh... It's almost New Year's. It is the day before New Year's Eve, so it's the second to the last day of 2022. Um, I really can't say I have many or any complaints about 2022. The kids are happy and healthy. Um, I got a lot done. I can't say I made a lot of money. I definitely don't try to make money with the podcast. This is for fun. Um, But I did sell some books and some art and had some commissions. Uh, Okay, dog, you going to breathe in my face all day? I got a dog on my shoulder. Um, Mama's healthy. She's doing way better the last half of the year. She was the first half of the year. Uh... Still here, still above ground, still have my health. You know, there's really not much to complain about. So I would say it's been a pretty good year. Um, Okay, something's going on in the game, and it's got me. It's like taking my attention. I think there was an interception. Not important. However, tomorrow, New Year's Eve going to spend it. I'll have the kids. I'm going to get my mom up here and my neighbors are going to be home. And so we're all just going to get together, shoot some fireworks, hang out. Uh, none of us drink that I can think. I just don't think Miss Adrian drinks. Preston doesn't drink. I don't drink. My mom doesn't drink anymore. My kids don't drink. His kids don't drink. So... I don't know if Miss Adrian has a little wine or not, but she's not a drinker. She may not drink, though, I don't think. But we're going to have a little country New Year's Eve. Relax, shoot fireworks, maybe do some hunting. It's been a good hunting season. Kind of been a good hunting season. Ethan and I have shot a good amount of ducks. Um, I've shot two deer. I've been processing one the last two days. And... Then we have New Year's Day, which is my father's birthday, God rest his soul. So we'll, uh, you know, say a little prayer and send it up to my dad. And uh, my mom will be here that morning, which will be helpful for her to be with family. He's been gone since July 2020, so it's not like it's very recent, but... She's doing well. 
and she's moving into a retirement home by choice. That's easy on me having to like in the future put her there and maybe she doesn't want to go. She was afraid to tell me she was going to do it because I wouldn't want her to do it. And I'm like, whatever makes you healthy. I mean, whatever makes you happy. I'm I'm all in. And uh, it's a great place in Madison. So, you know, that's life. It's moving along. You're not going to stop it. So that's what's going on. Now, you saw the title of the episode about songs or the song or whatever I'm going to call it. Uh, this may not be a long episode, but we're going to do it anyway, and it will be the last of the year. That may be why I'm doing this. I'm not sure. Um, it's pretty ridiculous why I came upon this subject, but we're going to, I may get back into it towards the end. We'll see. I was looking at Wikipedia about songs or song, and they have a picture of Billie Holiday on stage singing in one of those big uh, car grill-looking microphones. It's a picture from 1947. Her voice is so distinctive, so beautiful. Um... It's not squeaky, but it's just got this. Oh, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. You have to listen to Billie Holiday. She's she's. They consider her a jazz singer from way back. Her her. She's more of a blues singer in my mind, but she's been labeled jazz. Not a lot of upbeat songs, but you know, love songs or missing love songs. Um, so amazing, so amazing. So we have the word song. What is a song? It is a musical composition, and it's intended to be performed by a human voice. Well, yeah. Uh, it's done in a lot of various ways and patterns with sound and silence, pitches, um, there are a lot of various forms of songs, involves repetition and variation in sections of the song, refrains, tells stories. Uh, the words written in songs are called lyrics. Uh, early on, poems were turned into songs to classical music, it was considered an art song. I did not know that. Songs that are sung with repeated pitches without a distinct contour, obviously I'm reading this, and pattern that rise and fall are called chants. You don't hear a lot of chants on the radio. Songs composed in a simple style that are learned informally, quote-unquote, by ear, are often referred to as folk songs. I think a lot of songs now, by definition, would be folk songs, but they're really pop songs, rock songs, uh, 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 you know, your, your various 
maybe country songs, you know, a lot of songs are simple. Electronica, a lot of it's music, but the lyrics can be very simple. And what I'm going to get into here in a little bit, which is what spun this, uh, hold on, I'm going to have a sip of coconut water because that's what we're drinking tonight. Uh, man, that's all it took for me to forget what I was talking about. <laughs> oh, going to get into uh, the most common words that you hear in popular songs. And it'll go back to the f- 20s as far as five words. But there's a whole list of just throughout the 20th century and bleeding into this century most common words repeated or heard in songs. And also, I I did this so I could, really, so I could play a song, an outro song to the podcast, to the episode that I've listened to today. That's such a good song. A hard rock song, but it'll play later. We got to do this first. Songs that are composed for professional singers who sell their recordings or have live shows to the mass market are called popular songs. These songs have broad appeal. They're actually very formulated. They're often composed by professional songwriters, composers, or lyricists. So that tells us that songwriters or pimps. <laughs> Not really. Not only are songs used as a form of music to be played on the radio or in your car or live shows, but songs also appear in plays, in theater, stage or opera, in films and on TV shows. Sometimes a song used in a film or TV show will make that song and whomever performed it famous or more famous than they were. For example, when the show Yellowstone came out, season one, in the bar there was a band in this country bar and the band was it's called Whiskey Myers. Never heard of them. But they played a uh, high-intensity song first, and then at the end of the um, episode, they played their slow song, Stone. Beautiful song. Intensely beautiful, slow, sad song. Yellowstone, just by having them on there playing partial songs, two of them, put them on the map when no one had heard of them. Another example is Goodwill Hunting. I guess because Elliot Smith, he was from, uh, his mom moved around. She was with a stepdad of his in Texas, and apparently he was abused. So he, I always thought Elliot Smith has a whole slew of songs. I always thought he was a modern John Lennon. Songs were, he he was a singer-songwriter, 
mostly just him and his guitar, but sometimes drums and a bass. Uh, beautiful lyricist, beautiful composer. He had songs on Goodwill Hunting that brought him. Now, he didn't go huge famous, but it put him on the map where he was really making money and putting out more albums. And it's just insane how tortured he was. I think he was an addict, and then he was a recovering addict, and then he was an addict again. But he ended up, and I was I was listening to his music a lot. And I just heard one day, Elliot Smith, death by suicide. And, you know, you kind of dig in to see, like, well, what happened? He stabbed himself with a knife right under his sternum twice. Bam, bam. And could not be revived. He must have hit his heart. I don't know. But his music is so beautiful. So beautiful. I've written, I was writing, I don't know if I'm right, if I was writing a screenplay. That's how it started. About, you know, a guy who has pigs out in the country outside of a college town and he lures people back and then as they get drunk he every time snaps kills them and has to feed them to the pigs and each time the scene of him getting the woman back to his house them drinking and getting along and then it's starting to slide downhill into chaos and terror. An Elliot Smith song is playing and there's so many songs that like fit the scene that I was writing. And it's just a back burner project I may never touch again. I've got other ones I've got to work on now. But uh, y'all have got to look up Elliot Smith. He's kind of a downer, but it's so, so beautiful. Anyway, that's where a film made someone's music explode. And and that's happened, uh, you know, who knows how many examples there are. There are a lot of examples of that where no one has heard of this music until a movie or a TV show came out with it on there. Um, songs are made for solo singers a lead singer supported by background singers or a duet or a trio or even larger ensemble involving many voices in harmony. That is generally not in classical music and opera. It is, that is considered an oratorio. Um, songs can be sung without accompaniment by instrumentalists. Okay. Songs can be sung without instrumentalists. That's considered a cappella. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Let me have some coconut water before I can say that word. It doesn't have the ting-ting of ice in my cup. Um, songs can be sung without the accompaniment of instrumentalists or people playing music. That's considered a cappella. Dang, why is that so hard to say? Because the A is on this line, and you come down a line, and you got cappella. 
popular music, a singer may perform with an acoustic guitarist, a pianist, an organist, an accordionist. God, why, why would they say accordionist? Maybe if they're in Italy. Or a backing band, which would include bass and drums, obviously. In jazz, a singer may perform with a single pianist, a small combo, or with a big band. Basically, from one instrument to however you can stand to put on there and make harmonize. Classical singers perform typically with a single pianist or a small ensemble or an orchestra. So, again, from small to large. In jazz, blues, singers often learn songs by ear and they may improvise some of the melody lines, which I love to do while singing songs in the car. (laughs) Okay, here's a lot of mumbo-jumbo that we're not going to get into, but let's just say some of the words that I would be explaining, like polyphony, harmony, choral works, semantic widening, broader sense, instrumentals, songs without words, pieces for solo piano. Anyway, genres of songs, you have the art songs. We already went over this. Why do they do it again twice? You have, that's a long, long thing about art songs. Um, You have serious compositions of folk songs, considered art songs, which, like, for instance, the German versions are Volkslied. (laughs) So now you know. Uh, here's, here's a word, strophic form. Sorry, can't tell you what it is. I refuse to. Love songs. We're still under art songs. Troubadours, romantic songs. Elizabethan lutenists. Dang. Henry Purcell. I mean, this art song thing goes on. Okay, folk. Folk songs are often anonymous in origin. That means they're old. And they are transmitted orally. (laughs) Transmitted. Like a disease. They are frequently a major aspect of a nation's nationality or cultural identity. Uh, I would say folk songs would would be uh, America the Beautiful, maybe? Amazing Grace? Are those folk songs? I mean, they're cultural identity songs. Folk songs are also frequently transmitted non-orally, that is, as sheet music. That would be all the classical music, mainly. Or ragtime, you know, you come in and have Dixieland ragtime. That was the sheet music for pianos and such. Uh, Folk songs exist in every culture. We already talked about that. Popular songs may eventually become folk songs by the same process of detachment from its source. Whatever that means. That just means someone got creative and changed it up. Folk songs are more or less in the public domain by definition, though, oh no, I hit a button. I've got to refind my stuff. Uh, pretty happy new year, y'all. 
while I'm looking here. If you notice I say y'all a lot, it's because I'm from the South and I live in the South. I think we should already. Folk songs are more or less in the public domain by definition. Though there are many folk song entertainers who publish and record copyrighted original material. Of course, you have to buy the rights. This tradition led also to the singer-songwriter style of performing, where an artist has written confessional poetry, quote-unquote, or provides personal statements and sings them with music, most often with a guitar. Like in a bar. Hey, can I borrow your jar? There are many genres of popular songs. They include torch songs, ballads, novelty songs, anthems, rock, blues, and soul songs, as well as indie music. Other commercial genres include rap. Folk songs include ballads, lullabies, love songs, morning songs, as in Boohoo Morning, dance songs, work songs, I've been working on the railroad, ritual songs, and many more. Uh, our third brand of songs is sporting songs. I found this interesting because we don't listen to these anymore. A sporting song is a folk song which celebrates fox hunting, horse racing, gambling, or other recreations. Maybe camping? All those songs about boxers and successful racehorses were common in the 1800s. Few are performed now. In particular... Fox hunting is considered politically incorrect. Why? Uh, politically incorrect. Man, we could do an episode shooting holes through that. But we're not going to. The most famous song about a fox hunter, G. Ken John Peel, was included in the National Songbook in 1906 and is now often heard as a marching tune. I wonder too if a, if a college has it as its fight song or plays it. I'm wondering if I'm thinking. No, because that was in that movie with uh, the cannibal guy, the Arnie Arnie Hammer said he was a cannibal. Could have been kidding, but they're so weird about that family, the Arm and Hammer family. Um, that's that's not the fox hunting song. What is the name of that song? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, there are some twentieth century songs, mid twentieth century, bold sportsmen all, nineteen fifty eight. Gamblers and Sporting Blades. And that comes from the Songs of the Ring and the Race Course in 62. The High Level Ranters. Recorded an album called English Sporting Ballads in 77. I'm sure it was a big seller. And then the prospect before us in 1976, there's something in my eye here that is affecting my reading. Mm. 
The prospect before us, 1976, is by the Albion Dance Band, and it contains two rarely heard old hunting songs. And then the last one is the, the last type of song is the lute, which is 16th, 17th century songs in England, France, etc. about the lute. We're not going to go any deeper into that because it could not get any more boring. Oh, here's another one, the patter. I forgot about this one. A patter song is characterized by a moderately fast, very fast tempo with a rapid succession of rhythmic patterns. Sometimes it is a staple in the comic opera, especially the Gilbert and Sullivan show. But what I think of, when I think of a patter, the patter, yeah, is the Benny Hill show. When they do the little chasing around, they speed up the film, they play this music. Thank goodness. Okay. So, let's make sure we're still recording. We are fabuloso. Um, so, where I found all the most popular words used in songs was actually on a website called Word Counter. Every word counts. But the way the guy wrote it is so cheesy that I'm just going to have to wing it and get the words in there. Obviously, a lot of songs are formulated. They actually try to use common, most common words for the song to possibly become popular. Um, obviously, how many times have I said obviously? That's a well-used uh, word in this podcast. Love is obviously, God dang it, there it goes again. Love is truly (laughs) a word used not only in many songs, but over and over in many songs. Now I'm trying to figure out what this guy's trying to say without being so cheesy. He used some kind of he used some kind of I don't know if it was a computer program. Uh he used song generators which brought up the list of first lines, second lines, third lines. And you can actually make your own songs. But before we go generating phrases and songs, we don't want to do that at all. We just want to see the words that are that are most common. Now, the first thing you'll notice in the most popular words in songs is they tend to be short words. Four letters, five letters, somewhere in that frame. Uh, here are some of, okay. Now, and, and this, I knew. 
Except I thought it was yes, but yeah. And yeah is usually just tag before or after a lyric. But yeah is the top word used in songs. Feel is another one that is used frequently. Girl is used frequently. Heart. Take. Life. Back. (laughs) You can make your own sentence with all these common words. Never die away. Give time night. Day man dream world little. Those are them. The most common words in songs. You will hear them in every song just about. Uh, The next grouping would be, and these are a lot of words, I'll just read them. Baby, good, keep, around, again, I, mind, fall, world, time, hell, we, like, breathe, yah, you, thang, get, fire, rock, don't, woman, music, dancing, lonely, like, and then these three have to just have gone back to the mid-20th century. Polka, serenade, boogie. Boogie from the 70s, maybe. It may have been used in the 60s. Polka, really? That may, who knows how far back polka goes. These favorite words change over the decades. Polka used to be a popular song staple, you know, 70 years ago. The reality is popular song words in the past just aren't the same as they are today. So we'll go from uh, this. these last two decades, we'll just push together in this millennial. Top four words since the year 2000, we, yeah, hell, die. So uh, that's morbid. (laughs) Let's go back 2000s. Oh, that was 2010s. Let's go back to the 2000s. You like, breathe, it, ya. That's got to be mostly pop songs. It's just not very colorful. 1990s. Now, I thought when I saw 1990s, it'd be some grunge words. You know, hurt, um, pain, you know, things like that. But, uh, no. U, the letter U, (laughs) up, get, and thang. I don't know about that thang in the 90s. In the 80s, when you had either rock and roll, like hard rock and roll, or effeminate pop music, I would put it, like Spindle Ballet, uh, Boy George, 
you know, uh, just, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to call it gay music, but y'all can. 1980s, love, fire, don't rock on. Don't rock on, y'all. Love, fire. 1970s, these kind of go woman, disco, rock, music, dancing. And then he has a little sentence after here that like takes in all five words in one lyric. Yay, let's disco woman rock on. <laughs> he didn't have dances in there, but you know. 1960s, baby, twist, little, lonely. Hmm. Let's twist, my lonely baby. <laughs> 1950s, now this is just interesting because you'd have to be a connoisseur of music going way back to get why these would be common words in popular music of the 1950s. But here they are, Christmas, Penny, Mambo, Three. Now, I believe the 50s was a time when a lot of Christmas music was recorded. The Penny and the Mambo and the Three, who knows? Who knows? Okay, 1940s. Polka, Serenade, Boogie, and Blue. Now, Boogie in the 40s? Weird. Polka music was big back then. 1930s, moon, in. Oh, come on. In is a preposition. What's the swing and sing? I can see sing. I can see swing and moon, but in? I should, but it's a common word. Let's sing that swing in the moon. <laughs> All right, 1920s, this is the last, I mean, there was music before the 20s, <sighs> but this is the last that they have here. Top words, 1920s, blues, pal, <laughs> sweetheart, rose, mammy. When did dude say mammy? Mammy. That. I thought that was the 30s. Maybe that's why, because it was such a song-heavy word in the 20s. Okay, so they don't go any far back. Uh, why does this say... Now, this is what he, this guy that wrote the article says. I think we've taken the time machine far enough back to suit anyone. But for interest's sake, the preceding two decades feature Josh as a top word. So I'm guessing that's the 1900s, 1910s. He says, I am not sure who Josh is, but he was in a lot of songs. He may have been someone's uncle. <laughs> Because uncle was also a top 
word in the hits. Huh. So that's our... Oops. That's our uh, little tribute and history to songs and lyrics and words. Um, gosh, when I think of most common words off the top of my head while I'm looking at my ceiling, I would say yes and no and love, do, Um, she, uh, I don't know, unless we get into participles. Or could the connectors, contractions, I don't remember. It's getting late. It's not midnight yet, so it's not December 31st. Man, we had a rain this morning. Ain't no ducks coming in. That's too bad. I got a dog on my left elbow. Where'd that other dog go? Where'd that other dog go, dog? <laughs> you. I bet you is a big word used in everything. And me and I. Everybody's so into themselves. You know, self-centered. I mean, it's easy to be that because you are you. You know, your your consciousness is in your mind. Your eyes see around you. Your body is there, connected. In a way, the earth and life and everything revolves around the physical you. However... If you will let your brain evolve and understand compassion and that there are people around you, whether you know it or not, oh, someone's eating mayonnaise on TV. Oh, my God. That is awful. That's too much mayonnaise. Anyway, that's from a bowl game today. Um... There's people around you, whether you know it or not, that are that are hurting or are sometimes hurting. There are absolutely people living in poverty, not by choice, like some of these people you see, you know, at at interstate off ramps up there at the stop light, stop sign, standing there, and they're standing there, got nice got, you know, good tennis shoes on, wearing clothes. And they're standing holding a sign saying they're homeless and hungry and whatever. But they can stand there all day and then walk down the hill to where their stuff is, leaning against a tree or a sign. I mean, if you can stand and beg for money from strangers driving by in vehicles, you can find a job and not stand there and beg. I I don't get mad when people give them money, but all it does is encourage them to keep doing it. Like their job is to beg for money to panhandle and for you to give it to them. 
and nobody knows what they do with it. Someone needs to take a little time, step back, and uh, research what one or some do. Like how long are they begging, how many people give them money, and then where do they go after? Do they go to the liquor store? Do they go to some house where they live? I've heard of people that live in nice houses that make hundreds of dollars a day just begging. Have cars, houses, but they just ride a bike over. I mean, people have busted individuals that do that. Now, some of them are, you know, homeless veterans or whatever. Everybody needs a handout, but there's ways to get it to them. I'm just not into the panhandle beggar who could stand there all day and ride a bike but can't do for themselves. And maybe I'm one who shouldn't talk about it, but it's my podcast. So we had a good Christmas, right? Everybody have a good Christmas? I hope so. I hope you saw relatives. I hope you saw friends. And I hope when you're out and about, you were kind to strangers. So that ripple, I need to make t-shirts. The ripple of kindness. It works. I've seen it work. You know? Anyway, I can sit here and blab like I do half the time on these things. And I'm probably repeating myself. But I want to wish all of y'all a happy new year. Uh, My listeners in England and Germany, uh, I don't know if Ireland still listens to or not. I haven't seen it on the, it was London, not so much Ireland lately, on the, uh, the analytics um, you know, all around this country, United States, Canada, and out and about. Thanks for listening. Be kind, love yourself, and generate universal peace. Yeah.